Hey, y'all, and welcome to We Needed This, a podcast with Caitlin Heiss and Ellie McKinney. We are beyond excited to create a space for honest conversations. So whether you're a photographer or entrepreneur, sometimes you just need encouragement, support, and perspective, and to know you're not alone. We are so happy you're here, and we can't wait to learn with you, to grow with you, and to connect with you. So click subscribe to hang out with us and get real about business, life, and mindset. And welcome back to the We Needed This podcast. This episode is called Just Starting, and it's all about not letting perfectionism get in the way of our creative process. We've been there, haven't we, Ellie? It's so important, especially when we're like thinking about diversifying our business or stepping out into a new business for the first time. I feel like getting started, like just taking the first step is usually the scariest, I mean, or usually the most intimidating, maybe we should say. It's intimidating. And we have so many things to dig into today because we knew this was a topic of conversation we wanted to cover. But then once me and you started saying, oh, we should talk about this and this. And then I started sweating a little because I'm like, this is calling us out. out. But yes. here we are. I love it. Well, it, I feel like the first thing we have to talk about is just how we got here, right? Like the podcast yes. itself, this is, we needed this, was literally this kind of project where we didn't know what we were necessarily doing, but we decided we just had to start somewhere. <laughs> and I feel like that has been a really big lesson to me in something like this, because I know that I'm the person that is very much caught up in having the like perfect polished process in something to where until I get all of my like key pieces in line, like I almost like won't go for it. Like I kind of hide from it because I feel like I'm just not, I'm not ready yet or I don't have it together enough yet. And so it can be really scary. So I was proud of us for being like, listen, why don't we just record and maybe we'll come up with a name. And we did. <laughs> Yeah, just some background information. You all, we had a whole Google Drive filled with folders of episodes we wanted to cover, notes we had taken in our conversations, all labeled TBD podcast because TBD we, podcast. we had no clue what, what name was going to be perfect for us. And so we spent an entire meeting, Zoom chat, trying to figure out, you know, branding colors, how do we mesh our personalities and branding to make the most sense for this adventure. And we could have stopped right there, right? Like me and you could have, and we almost were there for a little bit, <laughs> stopping ourselves and saying, wait, we need to figure out this name. But instead of getting hung up on that, I'm really proud of us. Like yeah. snaps, snaps to that real fast Yay! because <laughs> we decided to go for it anyway. And we wouldn't have come up with a name probably if we wouldn't have just moved forward and started these more in-depth conversations while recording, which is what led to our name. I know. I think, I think about it all the time because it was just very unlike us. Yes. It was very <laughs> unlike my natural, like, line of thought. I don't want to say I'm a pessimist, but I'm very much trying to determine what the worst 
outcome could be and then like work back to positivity from there, which sometimes is hard. But I feel like a lot of people can probably relate to that as like worst case scenario. Like that's what's going to pop in my head. And then I try to get back to, you know, something positive. So to me, I was like, well, if we don't have this, this and this and a brand and whatever, and like maybe you're out there listening and you're thinking about like, I want to start photography for the first time, or, you know, I'm looking to diversify my business and step out into education or, you know, hosting events or whatever it might be like, oh, well, I don't have enough of the, of the logistics of the foundation together to just go for it. And I want to encourage you that like, it's going to figure some of that stuff will figure itself out, you know? Um, And I think that was really important to what we did because I mean, starting slow was better than not starting, I think personally. 1000%. And everything that you just said, it comes beautifully full circle because who you just described is why we started this. That's the person that we want to be speaking to and encouraging and just being like, yeah, dude, like I've, I messed up in these ways. And here are some things where I didn't have a place to go to or a community yet to be able to speak to those things. And we really defined like who we wanted to be speaking to, which our why was always there. But I think once we started to define this person that we wanted this podcast to be for, it was like baby us. Like, how cute is that? Like, <laughs> definitely like, you know, we have insight into things that were really hard and we're continuing to change our business. I know me and you just talked about like redoing pricing, right? Like I end up redoing- Everyone's blood pressure just went through the roof when you said that, by the way. If you're listening and you're a photographer, I felt your anxiety go up. It's okay. <laughs> yes. And we have things like client experience and pricing that change continuously. Like we're always trying to redefine what's best for our clients and how to best serve them and in what ways. And so for us being able to go through those things and now speak about it or things that we're personally going through, we have that big sis mentality. And you all, that was the background of what we wanted to bring. It was Caitlin being like, wait, we need to be the big sis. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is exactly uh, what we want to give our time to is, is supporting, you know, fellow photographers and entrepreneurs who are going through very similar things. So if you are that person, which hopefully we have reached you or are in the process of reaching you, you know, know and determine, like sit down with yourself and maybe that's the key to starting is knowing why, like knowing why you want to do what you do will motivate you in a lot of ways because you're like, well, I can't wait to give this person this gift or this thing that yes. I've been working on. I can't wait to give it to them. And knowing who you're wanting to serve or who you're wanting to go after helps, or at least in my mind helps make it worth the risk of kind of some of the fear of a, that a new project can bring. So I feel like number one, if you take any advice from this is like, know your why and know what your, um, your end goal is and like who you're wanting to serve, because that is kind of the first step. Maybe that you're not even thinking about like that. Maybe you're hung up like we were on like a brand or colors or a logo or whatever. And it's like, really, that's like step four or five. Maybe it's step one is really knowing why you want to do what you want to do. Yes. Oh my gosh. I think my. I'm having like an aha moment 
And this is something that I just realized that I need to do more of. So I'm going to share it. <laughs> I'm okay. thinking, I'm thinking on like, um, wise and knowing, you know, who you want to speak to, but you know how everybody says you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Uh -oh. That just sort of hit me hard because I'm like, wait, understanding your why and understanding who you're trying to attract, but also understanding who you are. So the who, what, and why's I think is important to self-reflect in this beginning stage too, because I feel like, hopefully I'm not alone. Every time I start a new project, I try to mold into something else. Like my brain tells me, oh, I'm starting a podcast. I really should like ramp up the energy, even though I'm always energized anyway. But <laughs> I start to think of like the the ways I should change myself to best fit that role. And so mm. instead just taking a step back in the beginning and say, this is who I want to attract. This is why. And here's who I am that is already good deserving, enough to deserving. be able to do that. Yeah. Yes. So starting and just knowing the why and taking that time to self-reflect is what I wish I would just train myself to do more. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think knowing that you're deserving of being in the space and that there is space for you, like just that there is space for you, period, like is is a huge step because I know when I picked up a camera for the first time, like it wasn't that I was necessarily thinking, oh, the market is saturated. Like that wasn't necessarily my thought process, but I knew that there were a lot of other people out there doing what I maybe wanted to do. So I was like, well, probably the world doesn't need another wedding photographer. So like, why should I, like, I'm never going to be able to define myself or differentiate myself. So, you know, there's a lot of self-doubt there, but it's like thinking that I needed to become like, yeah, I think that is perfect. Like molding myself into what the, either the industry standard was, or like, you know, right. the personality types that I see on yes. or that I was influenced by, which, I mean, all those people are beautiful and great at what they do, which is why they're, they're in that space. Right. But thinking, well, I have to be like them. It's like, no, you really need to define what is it about you that you want to bring to the industry? You don't have to, you know, it would, I mean, it would be so easy to just kind of jump in and try to follow the, the tide or the flow of things, you know, but I think it's better to like really sit back and understand, you know, no, I can do something different or like, I need to bring, like, I have something specific to offer. Yeah. And whenever you're defining those things, whenever trends pop up of like the super friendly photographer or the super luxury professional photographer, or, you know, the photographer who, um, you know, is known for these different things. If you define what is the reason that you are here and how you're best going to serve people, trends can come and go and you'll still know yourself and what you were determined to do. So don't mind me just going to write on a sticky note and put it on my mirror so that I yeah. can <laughs> do this for myself. Listen back to your own episode, Ellie. Note Please. to self. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I think that's what non-negotiables are all about. So whenever, for example, we started this podcast, we didn't have to have a name to start. What we did have to do is have conversation with each other and really define that why, and then jump into how we were going to make this come alive instead of, you know, a title, which again, we took the time to create. And I don't think we could have 
found anything more perfect because we needed this. Okay. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and obviously a lot of what we're talking about, because we're, we're in this space with you as far as like stepping into something new. So a lot of the things are going to, for us relate back to this project. Cause it's the newest thing that we've started, but all of this can be applied to really any new venture that you're stepping into. Like we said, like whether you're, you know, starting a business for the first time or you're stepping into a new space, like all yes. of these ideas can really fit into any of those kind of concepts. Absolutely. And I think one thing that we have just been so determined to do is to give, you know, actual call to actions and, and things that people can take away from our conversations and podcasts. So I'm thinking here is the perfect time to where we start jumping in into how to not hold ourselves back. Right. So what do we do about it? You know, because <laughs> other than my sticky note, y'all, yeah, we've got more coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sticky note is good. It's a good place to start. Get you a sticky note and write these down because <laughs> this is what at least we're thinking. Exactly. So, you know, in our conversations all of the time, we feel like this is super relatable, but we have to accept the fear to start something. So whatever it is that you're afraid of, this is your time to be able to pinpoint it and figure out what are the intrusive thoughts that you keep playing over and over in your mind and how can you take those and make an action plan to overcome them? Because we know fear gets in the way constantly and we're the only things holding ourselves back. So what can we do to define those and really overcome that piece? You can have all of the steps and all of the like action plans and all of that. I think making those is critical, but it takes time to implement those. So sometimes you're just going to have to do it scared. Yes. Like if you know your why and you know it's worth like even like you're there's two sides of your brain like fighting against each other like I want to do this I think this will be great I think people would love it but also like the fear seeps in and like I'm not good enough or you know I'm not where I want to be yet or my my edits don't look like I want them to yet you know what I right. mean like there's a million different things I think that you know sometimes you're just gonna have to go for it while you're still scared. Yes. And I think pinpointing instead of running away from that fear. So one thing yeah. that has been super helpful is realizing, okay, I am really afraid of people judging me in general and just failure and what that looks like to me, but everybody's definition of failure is totally different. So I had to talk myself out of being afraid of failure with this podcast, with my photography business, with anything, because I realized the only person's opinion who truly matters is mine. And so once I shifted mindset to really think about myself and hone in on my own goals, that fear was still there, but it was something I could easily overcome and not let it stop me. Yeah, no, I think that's good. And, you know, when you're kind of go, when you mentioned goals, I think yeah. a really physical part of just starting a project is, you know, determining what you need right now, what you have to have to start kind of like with our non-negotiables yes. and what's okay to be like a longer, a longer term goal to work towards um, because it can be really overwhelming. I think we mentioned this like in the first episode, you know, 
you can be looking at somebody's like fifth or sixth year or 10th year right. and, it, and you feel like in order for me to make it in this business, when I jump in, I've got to be there. It's like, no, like you've got to, you know, you can't, there's no other way to go than through. Right. So like, right. you just have to start from the beginning and like, you're big, you know, you're going to look back on yourself and it's okay. You're gonna be like, Ooh, what was first year Caitlin? She was really out here. She was really, you know, and it's okay. You're going to have those thoughts, but um, you know, it's okay to also set out like, what is my long-term goal and just taking smaller incremental steps to get there so that your mind can be open to knowing like where you're at and what you need to be doing right now. Right. And you have this feeling that overcomes all of your other thoughts. That's like, oh, I started, I cannot stop now. Ooh. You know, like that just hit me, me, because me and you were like, <laughs> what if we started a podcast? Like, this would be so fun. And then we had so much meaning behind it and our passion grew and grew. And now that we've started, honey, we're not stopping. Mm -mm. We are not stopping anytime soon. And I just feel so thankful to have you like in this process and to think back to my photography journey. And from a lot of people that I hear from, it's like, once you start, oh, you start you start getting hype over what you're creating. Like there is yes. no stopping. So if you can get over this initial hump and if this conversation can help you understand maybe yourself a little bit better and to see and figure out and recognize what's stopping you, then once you start, you're not going to stop. Yeah. I hope that while you're listening to this and uh, this happens to me, like I'll be like, I need to really get that some thought. And it's like, no girl, you already know what it was. Cause as soon as we said, <laughs> address your fear or figure out what the number one thing is holding you back, it, it popped into your brain. You already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're like, sweating like me on the other side of this podcast, <laughs> right. on the other side of that speaker. Right. Like I feel like so. it's whatever your first gut feeling was of like, what's holding me back? that little pause what cuz it just popped into your brain like you know what what it is and we i feel like we can make a lot of excuses for what it is or mm -hmm. you know or like come up with a million different other reasons but you know you know <laughs> i love it yes and i think through the rest of this conversation maybe let's challenge you all to just keep that one thing in mind to kind of force yourself into seeing if where this conversation goes can help you with that one thing whatever it may be and I think sometimes the biggest thing that is stopping people is just, they don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. Or like, I didn't know what I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, where am I even in this process? Like, like maybe I have a camera and I know how to shoot in manual, but I don't know anything about business or, you know, maybe I like, maybe I have a camera and I don't know how to work it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, right. sometimes you can feel like you're floating and I feel like, the one of the biggest ways you can help yourself is seek out education. Yeah. You know, seek out education either, you know, there's a million different resources, but you know, whether you want to learn independently at first and then seek out somebody in the industry that you really trust or enjoy their work or feel like you want to learn from, you know, whatever that education process looks for you, you know, like get some basics so that you can give it makes you feel more grounded and give yourself a little bit more of a foundation to work from. And it makes you feel less like you're just barely keeping your head above water. Like all these ideas are floating around your head, but you don't know like which way to go. I think, you know, 
seeking out education in the field, like it's out there. There's so many good resources. Oh my gosh. It's almost overwhelming. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> it definitely can be. So it's like, I girl, hit the YouTube. Yes. Hit the Skillshare, the Google machine, whatever yes. you need to do to just like give yourself, you know, a little bit of a basis because there's so many people out there that really want that will believe that there's room for everybody and really want to see you have success. So it's, it's easy to kind of find a direction that way too. If you just feel overwhelmed at the thought of, well, this feels like a mountain I have to climb and I don't know how to get there. Right. I think one thing that really helps in the process of starting is making sure the atmosphere that you're setting yourself up for success. So if you have scheduled a day dedicated to, let's say, photography education, then let's make sure that that space that you're working in is free of clutter, free of distractions. If you have laundry to fold, let's pick a corner where you can't see it, okay? I'm not telling you to get all the way caught up. We're going to leave that right in the dryer where it (laughs) likes to live. So I really believe in mindset, of course, I'll probably talk about it every episode on accident, but making sure that you have created a learning and growth atmosphere. And you can define that however you want, but just decluttering, realizing that a clean space does leave less room for distraction. That's so good. I'm really bad about that. And I know that there's things coming in next episodes that we're really going to get into <laughs> okay, this. Okay, yeah. But a little sleepy. But um, <laughs> I am so bad about like, my desk usually looks like my brain. If that, right. may, I mean, I feel like somebody out there is like, ooh, me too. Hopefully, yes. maybe I'm not, hopefully I'm not. <laughs> no, right now my desk is like, and that's why I'm so distracted. I mean, it's, a, it's, wow. Well, and you know, you may not have the infrastructure yet to, you don't know what you need in your space. So maybe you just need nothing. Right. <laughs> like, you know? And maybe it's that cup of tea to warm your soul because I am here for it. And that's, <laughs> I'm not talking atmosphere is in like just a clean desk. Like, what are you doing that brings you sparks of joy for yourself to get in the right mindset to learn and grow? I love that. Okay. So now that we've talked about getting into the right mindset, this whole not starting something because of the judgment that exists around us. This piece, can we just talk about embracing judgment? Because you and I, not that I can speak for you. Uh-oh. Well, maybe I can. You and I both really <laughs> struggle with this. Like we're always, even in our conversations, we're always wondering, okay, is a family member listening to this? Is somebody who's worked with us in the past listening to this? Is it somebody new? Is it, and and we keep trying to figure out the judgment that will be had. And then like, do we have any haters out there? We don't, I mean, I'm sure I do. And it's just like, I could stop myself and be like, oh, I really don't want people to get to know me because what if they don't like me? You know, stuff like that passes through my mind all of the time. And I mean, to be honest, this is this is a bold move for our personalities to make a podcast and to be like, you know what? It doesn't matter because my mindset is right. Is so it's the direction that I want to take with this podcast. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I have said to Ellie, I don't know, approximately 10,000 times since the first time that we met that my, <laughs> so this is like a vulnerable moment for me. I'm just going to say it on the internet for everyone to hear. That's fine. Perfect. My biggest fear or like my core fear or one of them, I guess, whether it's about 
this project or my business or life relationships, anything, one of my core fears in existing is being misunderstood or being taken the wrong way. So like I get so self-conscious that I'm going to not choose my words the way that I would want to, or Mm -hmm. that I'm going to say something without enough context. And somebody that maybe doesn't know me super well might misunderstand what I was trying to say or be upset by it. I'm terrified of like hurting people's feelings. I don't like, you know what I mean? I mean, which I feel like that's human. Like we don't want to, we don't want to hurt each other or intentionally hurt each other. Um, so that was something I really had to overcome in order to start my business in the first place. Like I didn't want, when I, when I first posted a photo I had taken with a camera on a photographer, well, no, let's back it up. When I made a photography Instagram. Oh, that's I was the like, real deal. I was like, oh my God, like people are going to think that I'm full of myself or people right. are going to like, you know what I mean? They're going to misjudge what or you know or think that I'm trying to be something that I'm not I guess Mm -hmm. maybe by like putting it by defining it and saying like hey heist photography like by actually putting it out there on the internet you know and so that like even that far back that's been something that I've had to battle through like every step of my business is like the you know the self-consciousness that I have naturally like I I love making other people feel very confident in themselves. But like, I, that's something I really have to work on like every day. Like I have to, like, I can be somebody else's hype woman. Like yes, I'm you pretty can. good at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hype queen actually. I, I am not a great self hype woman. So it's like the judgment or like the potential for judgment or the, just the potential of somebody being like, you really want to do that? Or like, is that a real job? That's, that's really <laughs> hard for me to get past. And so that's something I've had to like battle every step, every year in my business. And now into this, like, because for this, it was big. It was like, okay, well, I'm going to be putting my, this is not an Instagram caption. Like, yeah, those are my words, but like I can edit them or I can write them and rewrite them. Like, Oh, so true. You know what I mean? Like this is very much more personal, I think in a lot of ways. So like I had to really overcome that, but then also like hope that the the public or the view from the outside is people are understanding me the way that I want to be heard you know so and I think that's why me and you also have such a great partnership in this because on the flip side you know how much communication means to me and so if somebody if I hear somebody doesn't like me let's say we've never met but they're just like ew (laughs) that girl then I'll be like oh my god I'm gonna dm them like I want them to know like I I actually just want to like figure this out because I just want everybody to be good like can we just be good and have a conversation around maybe there's something I did or posted that like rubbed you the wrong way or I just want answers so me and you go through similar thought processes and then the way that we try to manage them is totally different and so for us in this podcast, it was a, it was a lovely back and forth between me and you where it was like, <laughs> well, this, and then the other person would be like, but this, <laughs> right. and we would just go back and forth of like restrictions that we were putting on ourselves in ways that maybe didn't make 
the most sense once we were speaking about them out loud. And I truly think that we deserve some really fun, like-minded people in our life. And I think this podcast is going to bring that about and allow us to express ourselves in a way where um, like we leave room to make mistakes. So then that way, like you said, we can do it scared and we can, you know, risk being judged, but for the reward of being our truest self and finding like-minded people. That was beautiful. That just made me feel so good when you said that. And I'm thinking too, from a photo perspective, you know, you may be afraid of risk or afraid of judgment from, you know, your peers that you don't know yet or like always, I don't know if that goes away. Do you still want that? It just evolves. I think over time, like, because, you know, we want to build community, but there's always a sense of like, maybe not even competition with each other, which I definitely, there is, but there's also competition within yourself. So it's like, you know, you don't want to be the new girl or whatever, and you don't know how people are going to receive you or you're like, you know, you're the new photographer and whatever. Maybe nobody knows you yet, but you're terrified if somebody finds you on Instagram and you're not excited about where you are yet, like what kind of judgment you might get or whatever, will it make it hard to connect with people? And so I think that is one side of the worry about judgment but then the other side is people that aren't in your industry at all so like maybe Mm -hmm. it's family or maybe it's um friends who are not in the creative industry or who don't understand what you're doing or you know just people in your life that don't necessarily get it or don't get like what you're trying to build or maybe they're just not in that target audience so it doesn't relate to them or whatever they can sometimes plant seeds of doubt and you know and and can offer up some judgment of their own that can make it really scary because it's like the general public it's like we can be in our safe little photo bubble because there are like while we have the fear of being judged by other people in our industry so many times it's in our own head when you actually connect with people they're like oh yeah girl like or they're very helpful or very encouraging or like all that kind of stuff so sometimes it's like the general public it's like if they don't or the people that you place so much value on their opinion Mm. a lot of times aren't going to be in the industry that you are so like maybe it's parents or maybe it's your significant other spouse or whatever like sometimes that can be a big barrier to entry in the first place because you need their validation or maybe you don't realize that you need it but you need it you know I'm so glad you brought that up because a few times I'm hearing myself say, oh my gosh, yes. And that feeling never goes away. So the sooner you can learn to manage it. And then whenever you brought up like outside perspectives outside of the industry, I had this moment where I had been doing this for five years and started all these international weddings and got some awards and was just in a really good place. And my dad came to me and he was like, I just want to say I'm so proud of you and I wish I would have supported you sooner. Mm. And what did that feel like? I mean, I could cry, you know, um, <laughs> I could cry. And it's not me. <laughs> and he like wanted to like, you know, give me money to help invest in like whatever I'm working on next. And I will, you know, being an Enneagram three, I wanted to be like, I don't need help. Sorry. I already got it. Like, you missed your moment. No, it was really kind because it helped me to realize like, 
he did support me, but he had the fear of me not being able to live my best life if I didn't have, because I was the first generation entrepreneur in a sense. And he was used to his job that provided our family, you know, all of these things growing up. And I was doing something so scary to him because I, I did go to school. I did go to college. I had my degree and I was changing it up completely. And I think whenever specifically in this example, a parent figure wanting the best for you and just being unsure, it wasn't necessarily that I didn't feel supported, but him coming to me years later and saying that gave me the validation I didn't even know I was looking for. Yeah. Because I feel like some of that is very like innate, like we can't really do it. You know what I mean? Like, no. you can, I feel like everybody at one point or another has been like, I don't care what everybody thinks. Like, and maybe you don't, honestly, like good for you if you really don't listen. Care. Right. But I, I, I try not to let those things inhibit me, but I do care. Like I do care what the people that I really care about think. Yes. So if somebody that I really care about or like really value in my life doesn't agree or get it, that is hard for me. That's really hard. And it's hard to be your biggest cheerleader. And as an entrepreneur, you have to be in the beginning. I mean, you know, you have a significant other, but if they're not doing and starting the business with you, they do not understand. Mm -hmm. And it just, everything takes time. And so I just truly believe that some of these things, while they don't go away, doesn't necessarily mean you can't learn how to manage them better. Right. Well, and I think especially knowing like what you're saying, they they don't get it in the beginning. The best thing you can do for yourself, like no matter what industry you're starting in, obviously we're photographers, so we're always going to relate it back to that. But any industry, there are in-person and online communities of people that you can involve yourself with, whether that's you going out and like physically networking and finding people, you know, if you're going to workshops or, you know, different like education opportunities or whatever, where there's a lot of people that are in the same place as you find the community of people that you can trust, that you can really lean on because that to me made the biggest difference than even just having like outside support. Because even once you have the support of like of family and friends and whoever, it's like, they may not exactly relate to what you're going through and the struggles or, you know, the, um, the growing pains or anything like that. So I think finding a community, especially if maybe you're all beginners, maybe you're all at the same, or maybe, you know, you've all been in business for a couple of years and are kind of, you know, in the same headspace, obviously like it definitely doesn't have to be all of the same, but like finding a couple of people that can really relate to exactly where you are while you're in that spot is so, so good and very helpful and just like can really encourage you to keep going. Yeah. And when you surround yourself with people who are driven and are uplifting and are your hype friends, (laughs) Caitlin, then (laughs) this is, this is where you can start to tell yourself those things too. And really creating a different level of how you're speaking to yourself and speaking to what it is that you want to be doing. And one thing I cannot believe that 
I meant I somehow failed to mention in the judgment aspect is imposter syndrome oh, because I probably because that can be its whole own thing, right? Yeah, that could probably <laughs> be its own episode. So, I'm, but I feel like I suffer from imposter imposter syndrome still. Like I'm still battling it. But I started this year because I felt myself just feeling like. I didn't know where to, I didn't know what my direction was or like, I felt like I was kind of just getting in a system of like doing the same thing over and over or like, you know what I mean? Just feeling kind of in a rut. And so I've started saying, I didn't make this up. This is going to sound like I made it up for this episode, but I didn't. Um, I've started saying to myself, why not me? Yeah. Because I've always said, well, like she does that because they're in this space or they do this or oh my gosh, look at them and they have blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's so easy to like compare. And even though you're happy with where you are, like always wanting more and like, yes, not necessarily, you know, there's always going to be a learning curve of how to get to the next step. And so I just have always like held myself back in a lot of ways because I felt like I wasn't, I don't know that I'll ever feel like I'm exactly like where I need to be or, you know, right. I feel totally like I've, I've grown as much as I can grow. I've learned as much as I, like, I'll never be the person that's going to be like, oh, I don't need to learn anything else. Like I am always going to be seeking out other education opportunities, but like, why not me? Mm. Why not? Period. You know? I love the like, way you why, said that. Why not like go and try this or why not make this for myself or, and I mean, that can be in life too, but I'm just saying like, take that I really didn't I really didn't make it up for this episode. <laughs> no I love it the why <laughs> not me just fits so well because even in the beginning of our conversation it's like you know you have these things that a direction you want to go and so it can be you and I mentioned earlier pinpointing exactly what it is that's holding you back well pinpointing exactly what it is that you want to be that you're like oh well I love the way they blank that blank can be directly turned into an action that you take in your own business. So being inspired is what people who I believe are supposed to be entrepreneurs get from comparison fatigue. And what happens is our mindset, whenever we think that comparison fatigue can't be used and flipped as inspiration is what's going to hold us back. And I use this example all the time, but when grain was being introduced and it was the yummy film look, and I just remember looking at somebody's photo and being like, oh my God, I can't believe like she did that. Like, I wish I could be like that. And then being like, whoa, girl, just up the grain on Lightroom. Like what, <laughs> what in the world? Yeah. Why would that stop you? And to sort of like laugh at myself and be like, you're telling me I'm over here like being insecure about some grain I was stressing <laughs> over grain I was so upset is. and in my feelings about grain yeah and I also have this like horrible thing where I laugh and joke about anything I'm actually upset over so like maybe that's just me projecting right now but seriously it was it was almost laughable after I realized like oh this is this is so easy or you see a photographer who has great connection with their clients will reach out to your clients more have a vision call, like you can do it too. And so 
um, whether it's somebody with higher prices or grain or the way that they photograph, you can absolutely be that too, because the fact that you're so hung up on it means you're passionate about it. I can't count the number of times that I needed somebody to say that to me. We'll just replay this for ourselves again. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, because, you know, especially as you're trying to, I'm just thinking it's specifically about photo now, but when yeah. you're trying to define your style and like all of that stuff, it can feel like the first set of presets I bought, I had no idea the scope of places you could bomb from. You know what I mean? Like I'm oh. trying to think of like how basic my understanding was of just the industry as a whole. And so I was like, okay, well, if I can't make it work with these, then like what, what's going to, you know, and it's just so funny. Like little baby photographer me was thinking that way. And now it's like, oh girl, like, you know what the industry has to offer you now. Yes. And understanding that once you start to find things you like from an editing perspective, no matter what preset you get, if you're anything like me and you've been doing this for a while, it starts uh -oh. to all look the same. Like I'll be like, yes, I used this in this one and this on this post. And then especially my friends who aren't in the industry, they're like, girl, it looks the same. Like all your stuff looks the same. And I'm like, no, they're the so greens different. were different though. The greens <laughs> were different. Do you not see? Right. Was it foggy day greens or was it like bright sunny day greens? Like were they blue or had some yellow? Like, come on now. Y'all know. I'm I can hear people being like, oh my God. Yes. Like while they're listening to this, <laughs> so it's like, if, if your non-photographer friends don't get it, we get it. We get it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, graphic designers get it with their, the types of colors they choose. I mean, anything where you're making intricate decisions on your craft, like you, you feel it, you feel it. And I think just to the point that we brought up earlier of being a perfectionist and trying to get everything perfect from the start. Oh my gosh. I 1000% am the person that it's like, if I can't do it perfectly, or like, if I'm not going to win at this game, I'm not going to play. See, I didn't used to be that bad. I've always been, I have all just speaking personally, I have always been very competitive, but more, but when I say competitive, competitive with myself more than with others. Like, yes, like I was an athlete and like all this stuff, I was a very competitive person that way, but like, I was always fighting the battle with myself first. And Absolutely. so I feel like I have always, like, if I, if I'm going to play, if I'm not going to wax you at whatever we're about to do, I'm not playing. <laughs> like I am fine with being like, yay, like cheer people on the side. Like I'll be the sideline girly if I know I'm not going to win. You know what I mean? Like I've, I have learned that about myself, <laughs> but you know, the perfectionism of that, like that was hard to get over in the beginning stages of aspiring to shoot like certain photographers or aspiring aspiring to edit like them or pose like them or whatever so that was a hard pill to swallow to be like that's not gonna happen over, like you're not gonna wake up and just know how to how to do these things like you're gonna have to get it wrong so many times before you nail it you know and yes. that really I mean, it, it's been great for me in a lot of ways because I 
understand how failure can positively impact, you know, your business or yourself or whatever, to a certain extent. I just cringed but, at it. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> hard <laughs> to accept. It's, it's hard. And like, I, I do feel like that's why more people or what, what holds people back from starting is knowing that your A1 day one photo is not going to look like the Pinterest inspiration that you pinned that made you want to be a photographer in the first place. And I mean, it might, right. you might be really, really just, you've done so much research that you nail it on the first try, but more than likely that's not going to happen. Right. And so it's like, well, how do I keep going? You know what I mean? It's just hard to take that first failure, I think. Yes. And even ongoing failure, I'm just thinking back to when there was a time I almost left photography a few years ago um, after I had started and stopped and started again, as we mentioned in the first episode about my starting process. But, you know, I had, I'm super thankful that I had because being a wedding photographer, I had a connection with a rental company owner. Her name's Caroline. She owns Prettiest Pieces. And shout out to Caroline, because there was a time where I was just being really hard on myself. And for the most, for the most part, I'll just hide it. Like nobody will ever know I'm being hard on myself. I'm just going to mask on, baby. You can't, you can't even mask know I'm feeling on. insecure. But with people I'm close with, I'll just blurt it out like it's nothing. So I was like, Caroline, <laughs> here I am feeling this way. And she, and so I was getting hung up on not being able to edit like people I looked up to. I showed her a feed of a certain photographer and she goes, you can easily do that and walked away. <laughs> if Caroline oh, didn't change my speed, <laughs> she looked at it like it was no big thing that I can do that. And so I decided from sweet Caroline, I was going to have that same attitude about myself. For real. <laughs> attitude shift. And I walked away saying, I am that photographer. I'm about to figure it out today. I'm not worrying about <laughs> if I need to explain myself to clients about seeing a shift in a more documentary style than something traditionally posed. I'm not worrying about putting weird photos into galleries because it's not seen as often on the perfect feed back whenever it was really about like, you know, following photography rules and things like that. And I just told myself, I am that photographer. And so I think whenever we're talking to ourselves and going through these things, sometimes we have to build up the courage to give ourselves attitude. That's so good because it comes right back around to, you know, knowing who you are in the very beginning, right? Knowing who you are and who you want to be. And so I think having, well, it took somebody saying that to you to trigger it and right. be like, wait, I've already done a little bit of this work. Wait a minute. I know I can be, you know, like I can yes. be, because I've, it's so well and that's where your community comes in too because sometimes you just need somebody to look at you and be like first of all you're tripping second of all I love exactly. you exactly third of all <laughs> what are you upset about <laughs> and it's just because we get wrapped up in this and in, in our own concept of perfection and it's so good to have people that you like you said you were looking at that feed and you're just dreaming about like that's all that's on your vision board right now. Forget Cottagecore LE 2023. Right. Like, she didn't all exist. that was on your vision board was like 
how do I make my work look like this? You know? And then it's like, you're so obsessive with your idea of nothing else is more inspirational to me than this. Nothing else matters so that you can't, it's like, you can't even see where you are. You know what I mean? So like, you need that person to be like, um, back to reality, girlfriend. Um, I don't know what you're talking about because you could easily do that. Right. You know, like she um, took the fear away with one sentence and then I can just see her walking away now, like get it together. Like that's you now. Well, and we convince <laughs> ourselves like with, I think with perfectionism too, that we are so far away from our end goal. Right. Like we convince ourselves, like maybe like there's like a, um, what's the thing called it? It's not a mirage, but you know what I'm saying? Where yes. Like your, your field of view is almost totally skewed because you have this feeling that your style or whatever, because it's not like perfect is so far off. And then all the self-doubt or imposter syndrome or whatever you might be feeling, it tricks you into thinking I'm so far away when really you're like about to knock on the door and you just mm-hmm. need somebody like Caroline to be like, Hey, so I think you're here. I don't know. Um, you're like real close. Like, you know, when you're on a trail and you're hiking and the people are coming down the trail, oh, and you're, like, so, you're, almost, you're doing so great. You're, you're almost there about five more minutes. And you're like, I don't believe you because like when you're on that hike, right. You are, you may only be five minutes from the top, but you're like, you are a liar. And that's like your self doubt is coming in of like, my lungs are burning. My legs are feeling like jello. There is no way it's only five minutes left because I don't have anything left to give. And you're so close. You're so close, but you might give up on yourself because you feel like the top is so far away. I'm obsessed with this little mountain situation because (laughs) once you reach the top and you're, you have the energy and the positive outlook to be able to encourage those other people. So your role completely changes But then once you hit the bottom of that mountain, you have to climb to the top of another one. And so again, like this community piece that we're talking about being influenced by people who do believe in us and taking their advice and their influence over our negative self-talk is exactly what I need to be doing more of. (laughs) Right. Hello. Uh, No, I feel like I'm, it's funny because I feel like I can be the best most positive, encouraging. I feel like I'm, you know, this is a Bob's Burgers reference. If you don't know me, I'm obsessed with Bob's Burgers, but I love Linda because no matter what insane, stupid thing everybody comes up with around her, she's like, all right. Yes. Like let, you know, she's like, everything is yes. Like she's always like, I love it. Let's do it. We're going for it. You know, I can be that Yes. for other, I think as much as I want to be like a Louise or like something fun, like I'm right, I'm Linda, you know, like for other people, I can do it for myself. That is so hard for me to do because I just get bogged down. And I think when you were saying that's funny, I don't know if you may caught that. Hopefully y'all caught what I caught is that you got to the top of the mountain and then you figure out you're just at the bottom of another mountain. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not a realist here. It's not meant to be discouraging. <laughs> I think one thing that really freed me from some of it is like, yes, getting over the hump to just starting is the biggest one, I think. Yeah. But then when you're in just for a little bit, you don't have to be in it long to know that, God, this is going to sound so cliche. I'm ready. It's fine. Um, it really is a journey, not a destination. Right. Because 
it's just a matter of getting so much experience under your belt until you feel like really confident and good. So like, I feel really confident and good about, you know, like, I don't want to get called in on an emergency tomorrow to go shoot a wedding. But if I had to, I know that I could, like, I have that skill set under my belt. Um, but also like, I think then you realize, well, now I want to take it in these directions or I want to go over, you know what I mean? There's always something more to be done. So I think taking the pressure off of, I think people that are really healthy in their business, they're never going to get to the place of being like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Like there's nothing left for me to accomplish. I'm not saying you have to start a new business or, you know, but even in your craft, there's always something else to learn. There's always something else to grow when you figure out that it's just a continual creative process rather than a checkpoint or like being complete with that aspect of your business. It, it's a lot easier to kind of accept failure to, you know, be comfortable in the discomfort of like growing pains or whatever, because you know, it's like, it's a cycle. It's going to continue because I think that it's really important to not stop evolving. Right. And to always know that there is somebody looking up to you. Like, even if you're the newest of the new in whatever category that you are, there is somebody wishing that they could have started and seeing you start is within itself. And that's why I feel as though there's a lot of judgment around mentoring and who's a mentor. Every single person can be a mentor. I think it's the conversation of being honest about what you're really knowledgeable on and who you can help and who you can't. Um, just so like boundaries are set and understanding is there, but every single person has somebody else wanting to be in their shoes. And I think sometimes we forget that completely and can be so caught up in our own mountain. We forget to cheer people on, on the way down. And that's what brings us back to just being human and bringing so much joy back into the journey, because we have this space to be able to enhance ourselves by helping others. I love it. This mountain, this mountain yeah, little moment is, <laughs> yeah. we could, we could go on this mountain trip for a long time, Listen, honey. I'm a visual person. I had to come up with some kind of I'm obsessed. metaphor. <laughs> oh my God. Like we might need like a full like diagram. I'm thinking like visually we could have a little something just to remind everybody of these mountains. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Where's the t-shirt? Oh my gosh. Listen. We don't, are we going to start another business venture, Ellie? I don't know. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. We're not taking yet. it slow. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a merch line We're yet. We're just but starting. Put that in the notes. Right. Okay. Just starting. Got it. Just starting. Got it. But we've oh started. So now we're not stopping. Just a little exactly. reminder. This is, this is why you start. That's awesome. I hope this helps somebody today. And before I forget, before we say anything, this is episode three yes so thank you so much if you've continued to listen and just being here with us because we're just excited to have a space for conversation and to include you in it so I just wanted to say thank you for being the person that is believing in our new venture because you know we all need that doesn't matter how experienced you are when you're starting something new it's we get it we know it's scary and so you're a part of that for us for encouraging us to keep going yes It is a surreal feeling to have you all here. And the fact that we are putting ourselves out there and you are giving us a chance 
again, just means the world. And from this episode specifically, we want you to know to just start, stop holding yourself back and know that you are good enough. Yes, you are. And as always, we are super excited to connect with you. So if you are just starting a project or are in the depths of working on something, we want to hear from you. We want to hear where you're at in your process so that we can encourage you and maybe provide some insight, answer any questions that you might have, or just hype you up, girl, because you got this. So leave us a comment or, you know, connect with us on social media or shoot us an email. All of our information is in the show description, and we cannot wait to hear from you. See ya. Bye.